amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. everyone. Welcome to The Wellness Coach on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Edie Summers, and today we're going to be talking about safe baking for multiple allergies. My very special guest will be Brittany Baker, and she has a baking company called FOMO Baking. Her website is F-O-M-O. We want to spell that with all caps. F-O-M-O, like the fear of missing out. FOMOBaking.com. And Brittany Baker is a former lawyer turned full time baker. She juggles being an entrepreneur and wearing all the hats at FOMO while taking care of her toddler daughter and due with another daughter in December. Congratulations, Brittany. And I see Brittany in the studio here. I'll be welcoming her here into the studio in just a moment. Um, she is equipped with a brand new state-of-the-art, allergen-free kitchen. And that's pretty exciting. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to learning more about um, what exactly all goes into that. And Brittany is passionate about making an impact in the food industry by creating direct-to-consumer fresh-baked treats that no one has to have FOMO about. And again, FOMO, in case you don't know, means fear of missing out. So again, her website is FOMO. Spell that with all caps, capital F-O-M-O, and then baking.com, FOMOBaking.com. On Facebook, you can find her, again, at FOMOBakingCo. Instagram is FOMOBakingCo. And I'm going to welcome Brittany into the studio here. Just one moment. Let me unmute her. Hi, Brittany. Hi. How are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thanks. And I can imagine that you're super busy <laughs> if you're juggling all the hats at your company um are, are you like the baker as well as kind of doing all the business and as are, I do you do now so are you with COVID-19 are you currently in the kitchen or are, are, are you um I'm just curious what go what's going on with in terms of COVID-19 and maybe that's a separate, a separate conversation, but I was just kind of curious about that. I'm assuming that you're at your kitchen, right? Or, you know, in so general. I am. So I'm lucky enough. Um, this, this space is just me. So when everything kind of started in March, um, we're located in New Jersey. Originally um, we closed for about a month because it wasn't clear um, if we could be excluded from the mandatory shutdown. Um, and okay. after about a month, the governor, 
clarified that food production is considered essential. Um, so okay. as of April 15th, we were able to be open. Um, and so in the beginning, <laughs> um, in the beginning, we were operating under kind of limited baking hours. Um, but at this okay. point, you know, fully up and running again. And um, most days, it's just me in the bakery. I actually do have part-time help one day a week now. Um, and you know, we're wearing masks and gloves and socially distancing. Um, but <laughs> luckily, because it's a, Exactly. But um, luckily, because we do ship everything direct to consumer, um, you know, Mm -hmm. the component that most restaurants and bakeries have to worry about, about customers coming in, um, that was never a concern, just because our entire facility is essentially just our kitchen. That's pretty amazing, actually. I wonder if this will be kind of a new business model, you know, potentially for people to pay attention to you know, where you just kind of ship directly to the consumer. Um, I was really intrigued when I realized that that was your business model. Um, In addition to, of course, doing safe baking for people and children with multiple allergies. But um, was that always your goal, just to ship directly to people? Or is that something that you thought of along the way? I was just curious about that. So, so the reason um, that I launched with shipping just directly to the consumer is because, you know, as you had mentioned, FOMO stands for the fear of missing out. And I <laughs> want this to be as inclusive treat as possible um, and mm-hmm. also be available to as many people as possible. And at the point in time I was living in Manhattan, I was very lucky that there were a million different, you know, specialty dedicated gluten-free bakeries that I could safely eat at. Um, I have celiac disease. So I personally mm-hmm. couldn't bring in my life. And, you know, as soon as I would leave the city, it was very hard to find fresh, baked, safe treats. And so my hope in making FOMO baking being direct to consumer would be that anyone in the country, no matter where they live, can have the same access to fresh, baked, safe treats, even if they don't have a local dedicated bakery near them. Wow. Brittany, that is, I got chills when you were telling me that. That is really incredible that you're doing this. And I really hope that you get even more exposure, say, like, I I can picture you on the Today Show, for instance, because this is a huge need for people, especially people with celiac disease. Um, So I, could you tell us a little bit about your journey? So again, I know you mentioned that you're celiac, and you're also a former lawyer, and then you turned into a full-time baker. Could you tell us just a little bit more about what got you into making that that transition? Sure. So it's it's not as crazy of a transition as it may seem off the bat. I was diagnosed <laughs> with celiac disease during my um, second year of law school, and at that point in time, um, it wasn't as trendy to be gluten free as it is now. We're talking about a decade ago. There weren't as many gluten free options at restaurants and in the supermarkets. So um, out of complete necessity, I A, became completely and totally obsessed with reading labels and figuring out what was in food, but B, had to start to bake and cook a lot for myself because the plethora of gluten-free options that are available today just didn't exist back then. And I began my career as a lawyer working for a very large law firm, and then I subsequently left there to go in-house for the Heen Celestial Group which is one of the largest natural and organic consumer packaged good companies. 
Um, some oh, other wow. brands that you might be familiar with are Terra Chips and Blueprint Cleanse and Earth Best and Ella's Kitchen, and they have dozens and dozens of amazing brands and products. And it was the years I spent there that I became very educated in what actually goes into the regulatory side of the food businesses and how the FDA functions and kind of different steps that food businesses have to take in order to operate properly. But it also really started to spark the idea in me that this kind of pipe dream that I always had of quitting my job and opening a bakery, which is what I would always say kiddingly when it was the 18th hour at my desk and I was exhausted, um, would really be a business. You know, I was surrounded by these amazing brands that were all started by people that had ideas that seemed a little crazy. And I left Hane to go back to a law firm, which was enjoyable and it was educational and I had really wonderful coworkers and really wonderful cases. But then my daughter, who's now almost three, was born and I started to really reflect on what am I doing with my life. Um, And when it came down to it, the thought of leaving her all day, either in daycare or with a nanny, to do something that I liked but I wasn't passionate about just seemed Mm -hmm. a little bit Mm -hmm. safe. And it was Mm -hmm. at that point in time that I decided that now is the time to take this leap, that maybe it's not Mm -hmm. as crazy to try to start this company. And since I wasn't currently working, I was on maternity leave at the time when I really started to kind of dig into it and think about it. Um, it seemed like the right time to make the change. Wow. I mean, that is so amazing. And, you know, I, I'm realizing that, um, you know, we're talking both about your company, but then also how you started it. And I think both are really important for people. And, you know, so we might get um, several different listeners, right? Like several different types of listeners, both entrepreneurs. So I want to ask you a few more questions about you know, starting it, because I think that's super, super important. But then, of course, the actual business itself, like what you're offering to people. And it's just, I mean, I just, I'm so amazed that, and it's inspiring that you really took that leap. And also, um, you know, I I have a background in the natural foods industry. And um, it's a lot of those brands are very, very passionate. And it really sounds like you were in this amazing, like the perfect place to be to sort of learn the ropes. But it sounds like you were, did I understand correctly, you were there as a lawyer. Is that right? You were kind of learning, like you said, the regulatory side of, I was. of business. I was. Yeah. Lucky. That's fascinating. Okay. Such a large, multi-billion dollar company. They had a tiny yeah. in-house legal department. Um, there was only a handful of us that were lawyers there. So I really got to get my hands into everything and learn every aspect I could about every area of business that a food company would have to do. Wow. I mean, again, I got chills when you said that. And, you know, so there's, it's really interesting how life works. Um, It kind of, you know, you have to have that drive and find your purpose, but at the same time, you know, a lot of our own life experiences help us kind of, it kind of helps pave the way to, so kind of, I love how life unfolds that way. And then you also have to kind of take that leap. And it sounds like you did that, which is just incredible. And um, so I, there was something else I wanted to ask you about that. But in the meantime, you know, let's take a really, really quick break. And then let's dive a little bit more into your business in terms of how it can help people, 
um, I'm not I'm not celiac, but I do eat gluten free, and I'm incredibly grateful for gluten free products. Um, so thank you for offering them because yeah, they definitely were harder to find um, back in the day, and it's a huge huge need for people, especially for people that are uh, celiac. Um, so we'll we'll be right back, everyone. You're listening to the Wellness Coach on Block Talk Radio. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. And today I'm speaking with Brittany Baker, and she owns the baking company FOMO Baking. And you can find her on the web at FOMOBaking.com. And Brittany, do you have to, um, this maybe it's just a branding thing, do you have to type in all the cap, like FOMO? Does it have to be in caps, or it probably doesn't matter, right? Or just checking on that no, just to make sure people can find you. Okay. I, I thought maybe it didn't matter. I thought I'd better just double check on that. So then tell us about your brand new and state-of-the-art allergen-free kitchen and also some of the products that you create and kind of just, you know, um, how it can benefit people. Just kind of share with us, you know, on your own, in your own words, um, sort of what your business is and how it helps people in any capacity. Sure. So we our direct-to-consumer, we ship nationwide, and right now our product offerings are cookie bites in five different flavors, which are chocolate chip, oatmeal raisin, oatmeal chocolate chip, sugar, and snickerdoodles, and brownie bites. And um, we also do have cookie cakes, which we're hoping to relaunch for shipping soon. And every product that we make is gluten-free, dairy-free, egg-free, peanut-free, tree nut-free, and soy-free and also sesame-free. So it's free of the top eight allergens as defined by the FDA. And to take it one step further, everything's baked in, as you mentioned, a brand-new, dedicated commercial kitchen that was built completely from scratch. And Mm -hmm. we have certifications from all of our ingredient suppliers that our ingredients are sourced from dedicated lines or dedicated facilities. So we really try to that people can feel comfortable because I know that for me personally, I'm very sensitive to cross-contamination with my celiac mm-hmm. disease. But I very informally spoke to a lot of people with anaphylactic allergies to the top eight or people who have children with severe food allergies and cross-contamination, um, whether it be from restaurants or from p- production facilities, is a very big concern for so many people and, you know, the huge stress for people who are living this way. So I wanted to do everything in my power to make sure the products that we're baking are as safe as possible and transparent as possible, which is why when you go to our website, if you click on any product, you'll immediately see the ingredient list for the product because, it's not a secret. I want people to know exactly what they're eating and make sure that they feel comfortable with it because as much as I want people to eat delicious cookies and, you know, nothing makes me happier than hearing how much people love them, I also want people to feel safe and comfortable and not have to worry that they're going to react to something. Mm, that's so amazing, and it's so true. Um, and I, so I can attest to this, um, that – um, one of the reasons I got into the natural foods industry was because of some health issues, and 
I am very sensitive to a lot of ingredients, so it's very, very important for me to know what I'm consuming, and it's for different reasons, but that transparency is super, super important for people. And Brittany, can you explain to people a little bit more about what cross-contamination means for anyone who may not, who that may be a new concept, even especially if they're exploring or they, may, they feel they may have food allergies or their kids may have food allergies? Sure. So I, th- I think the easiest way to explain it is just kind of anecdotally from my life. So I'll use gluten as an, um, as an example, just because that's what I deal with on a daily basis. So for me personally, there are a lot of foods that may be, you know, quote unquote, gluten free, but that I can't safely consume because of how they're prepared. So, for example, um, you know, gluten-free has become a buzzword and has become trendy. And a lot of restaurants will now offer gluten-free products. But if a pizza place is offering a gluten-free pizza that's prepared in the same brick oven using the same pizza peel as the traditional, you know, wheat or regular flour pizzas, I can't safely eat that because inevitably – some of the flour and some of the gluten will touch the different surfaces that the gluten-free pizza is then touching, and I can get sick from that. So mm-hmm. a lot of yeah. times products are made on shared equipment or in shared facilities, depending on what type of allergen protocols are in place. It can be very dangerous for people that have to eat a certain way for medical reasons because the amount of cross-contact that would need to happen to make somebody have a reaction or get sick is so minuscule that Mm -hmm. it's really easy unless you have a dedicated area for these kinds of mistakes or cross-contact to occur. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so super, super important, again, for people that are very, very sensitive and have food allergies, um, it's very, very important for, um, say, something that, is supposed to be gluten-free but also wheat-free isn't made in the same facility um, or even using the same rack, right, as something that has, that might be gluten-free but isn't necessarily, um, well, isn't like, like doesn't go that extra, that extra step to make sure that nothing else has been baked on it, say something else that maybe had wheat in it before. So that's, that's really very, very important. And then, um, do you mind explaining, Brittany, to people who may not know what celiac disease is, um, just in case some people are um, curious about that or maybe wondering if they may have that themselves? So celiac is interesting because very misunderstood by so many people. Um, celiac is actually an autoimmune reaction to eating gluten. It's mm-hmm. not an allergy mm-hmm. as one typically thinks of food allergies. And because of mm-hmm. that, people that Celiac disease often present with so many different symptoms that doctors sometimes have trouble diagnosing it because, you know, there are some more typical and classic symptoms and there are some symptoms that are a little bit more atypical. Um, And so unless your doctor is very versed in kind of the range of things, people react very differently. It's interesting. I'm actually um, involved with the Beyond Celiac Foundation and just conversationally with different members who many either have celiac or have family members with celiac disease, everyone mm-hmm. has their own way of reacting to gluten. My experience varies from somebody else's experience, and that will inevitably that vary from a third person's experience that I speak to. So for me personally, mm-hmm. when I eat gluten, um, you know, I immediately 
get bloated until I look like I'm six months pregnant and I have, you know, what's more to thought of as, you know, the stomach reactions, you know, either nausea or vomiting or what have you to what it was I consumed. Um, but then interestingly, for about a week to a week and a half also, I also get brain fog. I have kind mm-hmm. of breakouts on my joint pain and I have other symptoms that aren't necessarily thought of as being food reactions, um, but they're autoimmune. And I think that part of it now celiac is much more commonly diagnosed than it was when I was growing up. And I wasn't diagnosed until about 10 years ago, but I think that part of why more people are now being diagnosed is just because there's so much awareness out there now about the different ways that it can present itself because it's not the same from person to person. Mm, I didn't know that. That is really good to know. And, and of course, also on a similar note, um, kid food allergies and um, are on the rise, right? Especially in kids. Um, I, I can remember. Um, yeah. Are they, go ahead. You may know more about that than I do. Oh no, it's just, it's one of those things that's interesting because, you know, the medical community doesn't seem to have a clear understanding why, but even, mm. you know, I think about back to when I was growing up and food allergies were really pretty rare then. Um, there were mm-hmm. some people I knew that were lactose intolerant and one person with a peanut allergy, but they've become so much more prevalent. And since nobody knows really why this is happening, the only way that people can manage them for the most part is by avoiding these foods. And it's made it more and more important to have safe products available. Yes, absolutely. And and so, and, and again, on a somewhat similar note, um, in some of the research I've done, it could be that it's just there's so many other, like, uh, you know, other toxins or stressors in the environment now that it could be sort of challenging the immune system. But that's a, that's another topic. But but that's true. Um, yeah, it's it's a whole different ball game now. So it's that much more important. Um, let's take a really quick break, and then um, we'll come back. And if, if you have any um, final kind of tips for um, maybe someone who's, um, you know, interested in, you know, kind of how you got started or how you run your business, I'm sure some people would be would love to hear that. And then um, maybe we can also talk about any anything else that you would like to share just for people that are um, interested in your in your products. So um, we'll take a really quick break again, and um, we'll be right back. Hi, everyone. Uh, Welcome back to The Wellness Coach on Blog Talk Radio. And my very special guest today is Brittany Baker. And she is the the CEO for FOMOBaking.com. And she makes makes, uh, products that are like baked treats, consumer fresh baked treats. And she ships directly to the consumer. So, and she has a state-of-the-art allergen-free kitchen. Brittany, do you have any tips for anyone who's an entrepreneur who's maybe anything you want to share about, you know, what you've learned along the way, Um, just anything that pops into your head that that might be useful for people? Um, Because I know that that is a, 
it's a it's a huge undertaking and um congrats to you for for doing that i think my best piece of advice is just to kind of persevere no matter what the situation is that you're dealing with there were so many things along the way that you know upon taking this undertaking on i thought i had known what the biggest challenges would be and there were things that turned out to be so challenging and so difficult that it never crossed my mind as being hurdles. For example, finding the space to actually bake in, um, finding a landlord that was willing to take the risk on what they viewed was a risk of a startup, especially because of the nature of the product. I couldn't sell a single cookie until the kitchen was built. So I would speak landlords and they would say well where's your sales and where's this and where's that and I had to say it doesn't exist yet and it took so many times being turned down and saying no before we found a landlord willing to rent a space and it was one of those things where I was just baffled I thought it was going to be so difficult to come up with the recipes or to find the dedicated (laughs) ingredients suppliers I never thought that finding a space to build a kitchen was going to be something that would take months and months and months. But I think that it's important just not to give up because Mm -hmm. eventually things will kind of fall into place. And, you know, the location that the bakery ended up in was probably the best location out of all the ones that I'd seen. It just took about five months of luck to find it. And it was Mm -hmm. very discouraging, but you know, that hurdle was overcome, and then there was the next challenge. And there's always going to be a challenge, especially for somebody like me. I am I was a lawyer, which, you know, I wasn't very creative, and running a business wasn't something I'd ever done before. So every task was a new task and a new challenge the first time I did it. But then it becomes something you get used to and you learn and you improve upon. And that's part of the fun in it. You know, you mentioned wearing so many hats. And they're hats yeah. that I never even imagined putting on my head. But <laughs> Which one am I putting on today? <laughs> That's amazing. Um, and again, congratulations to you. And yeah, I just, I love that. Just the perseverance, keep going. And, um, you know, you can master, master something and be patient. And then, um, yeah, always learning new skill sets and um, looking at it as, uh, as fun and an opportunity um, re- regardless of how challenging it might be. That's just amazing. And, um, and then, Brittany, do you have any, anything else that you want to share about your business for consumers? Anything else you want to make sure they know? Um, anything at all? Yeah, I just I, I want people to really understand this creating the product was a complete labor of love. I had been eating gluten-free for over seven years when I started doing this. And you mentioned you eat gluten-free, so I'm sure you're aware of this phenomenon where you buy something and you're so excited to bite into it, and it kind of tastes like cardboard. And you're kind of left with, like, what is this? And so thousands of recipes to kind of finally create the final recipes that we sell. But they taste so good now that I'm told by people all the time that they would have no idea that they were gluten-free or vegan or nut-free or chocolate-free. And that was my biggest goal with this. You know, FOMO is a little bit tongue-in-cheek as far as the name goes, but it was really what I was hoping to hit home with because I was diagnosed as an adult. And even as an adult, 
there are points in time when I'm out for dinner or I'm at a wedding or I'm at a party and everyone's eating something that looks absolutely delicious. And I'm sitting there <laughs> out that I don't get to eat it too. And then I start thinking about you know, how much all these kids feel when they go to birthday parties or they go to school events and they can't partake in what everyone else is enjoying. And so mm-hmm. the real goal behind this is to create something that was so delicious that all the kids would want to eat it that the kid that doesn't have allergies would still serve at their birthday party so everyone could be included and everyone could enjoy it together and nobody has to be left out. And obviously COVID has put a little of a damper on some birthday parties this year, but back in February before things got really bad, getting those types mm-hmm. of messages from was the best feeling in the world because nobody should have to be left out. There can be delicious things that everyone can eat safely together and that's what FOMO is really about. Oh, that is, I just love that. And um, that is, that is such a positive message. And it's, again, it's such a, you're feeling, you know, such a need for people. And that reminds me of one more question I have for you um, in terms of coming up with the recipes and, you know, did you consider yourself a baker before this, or is that something you also had to learn? Um, you know, like baking skills and because that's, that's a real, those are real skills. I mean, in addition, of course, to finding out what works for gluten-free baked goods, I was just curious, have you always been good at baking or is that something you had to learn? I was always a very amateur baker. I enjoy baking. I enjoy cooking for myself, you know, not at all in a professional or real capacity. I had never dabbled in recipe creation before. Um, the most I had done prior was, you know, when I was first diagnosed before there were as many gluten-free cookbooks as now exist, I would try to adapt recipes that I knew that I liked so I could eat them. But um, mm-hmm. I had never baked allergen-free before. I had never baked egg-free or dairy-free. And a lot of it was really just trial and error. And, yeah. you know, even now, I wouldn't consider myself a professional. There are plenty of professionals that spend years upon years in culinary school and pastry school, and they know mm-hmm. so much more than I do about the actual science and art behind baking. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I find myself much more proficient in how to adapt and bake in a way without using the ingredients that people typically rely on, especially because... In the gluten-free world, for example, a lot of times recipes will call for almond flour because it's a really great replacement for typical Mm -hmm. flour with gluten. But, of course, when you're baking in a nut-free environment, that's not a possibility either. Oh, um, good point. Wow. So you've you've really had um, it's. I mean, you know, congrats to you for learning those skills as well. And I I know, like the last time I I made a a cake. Um, it was gluten-free and, you know, I, I didn't really know how it was going to turn out, but um, it was it's always exciting. <laughs> it's always exciting when you figure something out that tastes good and that, that also um, is, you know, works for your situation and your body. So um, that's, that's really um, amazing that you were able to, to find that, to kind of create that niche. It was fun. It was, I mean, there's much worse things to do than taste cookies every day for months. (laughs) Um, I hear you. And um, so, Brittany, so I'm going to share with everyone again, um, Brittany's links to find her on the web are FOMOBaking.com. So that's F-O-M-O. 
B-A-K-I-N-G, FOMOBaking.com. And on Facebook, you can find her, um, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming this is Facebook, type in Facebook and then slash FOMOBakingCo. So F-O-M-O-B-A-K-I-N-G-C-O. And then on Instagram, you can find her at, um, it's at the, at FOMOBakingCo. So, and thank you so much for being here, Brittany. And it was just, um, it's a real pleasure to meet you. And thank you so much for what you're, what, for what you're doing for people. Yeah, I'm, I know that people are really going to appreciate it. Um, so again, Brittany is, is she offers direct-to-consumer fresh-baked treats for anyone who has multiple allergies. It's safe baking for multiple allergies. Again, Brittany, thank you so much for being here. And, um, yeah, continued, I wish you continued success. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, everyone, thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to The Wellness Coach on Blog Talk Radio. We hope you have a beautiful day wherever you are in this amazing world of ours. Take care, everyone, and we'll talk to you really soon. Bye-bye. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.